It is the Chicago vs. United audio podcast, Your Chicago Scene Salvation. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast every week, at least once a week, at chicagoverseunited.com, where I talk with Chicago's premier musical talent and behind-the-scenes tastemakers. This week on the show, I talk with Andrew Barber. If you don't recognize that name, you might be more familiar with his site, bigshoredrive.com, which, in my opinion, is one of the premier sources for news and music from Chicago's hip-hop talent, ranging from the underground all the way to the mainstream. Andrew, how's it going, man? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on this evening. Absolutely. You know, there's a lot of things going on with you. You're involved in programming some content for the channel MTV Jams. We're going to be talking about that in a moment. But first, I kind of wanted to bring people up to speed about the website, about FakeshoreDrive.com, in case there are people who might not be as familiar with the site as obviously you are and, you know, I am. Right, right, right. So, you know, if you're not so much in the hip-hop community, you may not know about it, but um, the site is www.fakeshoredrive.com. Um, it's a Chicago hip-hop slash urban music blog um, that showcases, you know, local talent, whether it be big names such as Kanye West or Lupe, Fiasco or Common, um, all the way to, you know, underground guys and independent MCs who are trying to, you know, break through like a GLC or Mickey Halstead or... Um, you know, Pugs Adams, just independent people, just trying to give people a platform to be heard and to be seen, whereas a lot of the national media outlets really seem to only think that there's only like about five or six rappers from Chicago, you know, the ones I named, and then you got like Twister and the Cool Kids. You know, I just saw a big void there um, as far as, you know, what was being represented, so I kind of wanted to to give these people a voice and and an outlet for their their music and output. I was actually describing your website to someone before the interview they asked who I was going to be talking to, and I mean, that's kind of what I said. I said, you know, your site covers everybody from like the most underground rapper in the city up to Kanye and everything in between on every level. And, I mean, it seems like you touch on some national artists, but you're really focusing on the Chicago talent. Is there, like, a reason why, other than just living here, why your scope is so tied into the Chicago side of things when, you know, there might be, you know, a great scene in Houston or Atlanta or somewhere else? Right. Well, if you kind of notice, I'm not so familiar with, um, you know, other genres of music like you know, alternative rock or electronic music, um, but I don't know if they have a really big, um, like, niche blogosphere. In hip-hop, there's a very big blogosphere. There's a lot of hip-hop bloggers. Um, would you say there's a lot of bloggers and other kinds of, you know, dedicated music like that? You know, what do you think it's more hip hop? I mean, there's a lot of electro bloggers and electronic music. There's a lot of websites that offer where their whole purpose is to offer remixes, you know, whether it's Justice or Lady Gaga or whoever's hot this this week or this month on Beatport or, or you know, Pitchfork. But mm-hmm. it seems like there are some hip hop blogs, but yours I almost, I mean, it looks like a full-time job. I, I feel like there are days where I see multiple updates in one day, you know, about different elements, whether it's the same big story, like someone just played a big show the night before, or broken up little stories. But how much time do you put into this a day or on any given week? Let, let me, I didn't really finish the last question, so I'll finish sure, it. Sure, sure. Right I was just going to say, um, the reason I decided to do it Chicago only was because there's so many bl- hip-hop blogs in the blogosphere, and they're all chasing the same content. They're all trying to chase national artists. So my goal 
was to, instead of just trying to cover everything, why don't I focus on one thing and try to be the best at it so I can like lock up, you know, that, that market. Cause you know, there's a lot of major blogs out there like a nowright.com or two dope boys or an on smash blogs like that. And they cover everybody. And there's so much competition to be one of those. Like anybody can start that. But my idea was to, you know, really focus on Chicago and kind of corner this market here. And, you know, there's been a lot of other blogs that have come up and websites that have come up and, you know, are kind of doing the thing, but I was definitely like really the first person here doing this, which has been, which has been great for me. But as far as, you know, doing it as a full-time job, it is basically that a full-time job, but I do work. Like I have an official, like, you know, nine to five right? Um, that I work and I do this as well alongside with it. So I'm, you know, very busy updating the blog. I got, a, I have a couple interns mm-hmm. that I work with, but for the most part, I do everything. Yeah. You know, from you know, I, I got I got a guy named uh, Patrick Welby in Dallas Wright who helped me out um, here and there with some things, and you know they do a great job. But you know, mainly it's me. It's my baby. I'm very protective of it. And I'm very you know I want to keep the content and the output the same. You know, it does have just what you're saying. It does have a very consistent feel. I feel like when I visit it, you know, not that you're always covering the same artists, but I know when I go there, I might see something on GLC or Mikey Hall said like I see the same names repeating, and it looks like you're very dedicated to those artists and kind of tracking their progress and telling their story as it kind of, you know, unfolds. Yeah, man, because besides it being that they are, you know, two of the great underground forces in, in Chicago and they're, you know, they're breaking through and, you know, I've been following their careers for a long time. I know I might catch flack sometimes for people saying that I only post the same people over and over again, but, you know, you kind of got to be a gatekeeper when it comes to that. And, you know, not everybody is up to, to put it on. Like, you have to, like, really look for people that can compete with people that are breaking big on a national level. Yeah. And I feel like certain people, like, you know, not everybody I post is going to break through or is in that you know category that i just said but you know these, these guys have kanye west behind them no id behind them and, mm-hmm. and, and you know any of stuff like that they're just obviously there's people that i'm gonna miss but i you know i try to do a coverage as best as i can you know this has really been i mean i think you would agree the decade that chicago hip-hop really broke through in just a almost immeasurably massive way you know from kanye all the way to Kid Sister dropping her album this month. Why Why did it happen now? Why this decade? And what is Chicago doing that other hip-hop scenes aren't? And well, you know what? I, I feel like, um, you know, that we have had some, some, some tremendous success with the Kid Sisters, Kids in the Hall, the Cool Kids. Anything you know, with Kid. A lot of kids. A lot, a lot of kids coming out, man. They're all... They're all doing a lot of great things right now, but I feel like Chicago still has a long way to go for the amount of talent that's here. We should actually have more people, you know, out there in the forefront. If you look at Atlanta, mm-hmm. they have a lot. They have a ton of people. You know, everybody from Atlanta, and they all work together, and there's a lot, a lot of output in Atlanta. And I feel like we could be that. We could. They have a self-sufficient industry there. I mean, you can go there, and you know, there's lots of producers. Like people leave Chicago to move to Atlanta to work. I wish that it was people moving to Chicago to work, and that we could have our own industry here, which we really don't have yet. I mean, if you notice, most of the national acts that have broken through, you know, had to go elsewhere to make that happen or do it. And they're no longer in Chicago. You know, I mean, R. Kelly's here, Twist is still here, Lupe's around, but, you know, a lot of people are gone. They had to leave to get their big break. So, you know, that's kind of unfortunate that we have seen a lot of success. I mean, we arguably have three of the biggest rappers, three of the, you know, three huge rappers of the game right now, but I feel like there's a lot more room to grow. There's a lot more that we could do to try to help get this through. But, you know, we have seen a lot of love, but I think we need more personally i get the impression that it's a hard city to break out of man it was probably around 2003 i was working for a cd manufacturer on the south side he ran an independent cd manufacturing company and the irony was that this was like a super 80s hair metal dude but 
I, I worked in his, uh, in his, you know, out of his office. I would burn CDs for his clients, and a lot of his clients were, at the time, undiscovered Chicago hip-hop acts. You know, Crucial Conflict was coming in. They'd already had some success. But he took me in his basement, and he had all of these old, old mixtapes from, like, Kanye and Twista, and that was right when they started coming up. And I saw, I mean, with my own eyes, how long these guys had been pushing their product and how long they'd been making mixtapes and things like that before, you know, they got discovered. And it went back years. It just looked like a, I mean, it probably seemed like a dead end for quite a long time. Yeah, and, you know, it's just unfortunate there's not an industry here. There's really, you know, there's no Def Jam building. There's no, I mean, there are, they have satellite offices here that really just do radio promotion and things like that. So there's really not, you know, Kanye started out like in, you know, 97, 98, and he even had produced stuff all the way back in 96. Then he had to work to get major placements on, you know, like uh, the Mad Rapper CD and the Harlem World CD. And he had a few placements here and there, but it was hard for him to break through. And it wasn't really until he moved to New Jersey and to New York and started working with Jay-Z that he was able to push through. Yeah. Now, so, now somebody like Twista had been around since, you know, he's been rapping since 91. He had a, he was the first artist ever signed to Loud Records, just Steve Rifkin's label, which went on to sign like Wu-Tang Clan, Mob Deep, and, you know, people like that. But Twista was around for a long time, but it wasn't until, you know, Slow Jams and... Um, yeah, in association with Kanye when he broke through. I mean, I remember that time, you know, and how almost overnight it happened really, really quickly all of a sudden. I mean, obviously, for them, it wasn't this overnight thing. So once overnight celebrity hit and, you know, uh, through the wire, all of a sudden things just took off, it looks like. But I know that it was a very long journey getting to that point. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, even even Common had been around. Common had been around since 92. Oh, my God. Yeah. Common sense. Really, he had some success, but he wasn't really a superstar. Yeah. Like he is now, you know, he's he's an A-lister now. You know, back then he was just kind of like, you know, a backpacker, kind of a weirdo kind of guy. But, you know, it, it all really started, you know, around 03, 04 to really get, you know, where it is. And then along came Lupe. And hopefully we can usher some more people through. You know what I mean? That's, that's the hope. Um, it just seems like the industry is really focused on the Southern sound right now, obviously. Mm-hmm. So like it's been that way for a long time. And a lot of people around here kind of are chasing that sound and, and are chasing what they think is hot when instead they should be doing like, you know, maybe what Kanye did when he first came through. He did something totally different and that's why everybody loves him and embraced him. And I feel like we need more of that. We need more trailblazers and trendsetters and people who, you know, are, are willing to go out there and take the risks and do something different. I remember buying College Dropout like the week it came out at Tower back when you would go to a record store and buy a CD. Right, when people were still buying music. <laughs> and I, I put it on and I, it blew my mind. I was like, I've never heard anything like this it was so fresh and so innovative and different and there were so many styles at work that it just it totally blew me away you know and that was kind of before kanye became this kind of almost demigod that he is now but back then it was like he was still kind of a little on the underground for a for a minute there and oh yeah man he was you know he was a backpacker he was like a backpacker that rapped about material shit yeah now how long have you been running fake shore drive how long have you been doing this site uh my two-year anniversary was october 10th so just over two years and a month how are people finding the site the people who visit it who who check every day how do people uh how do people discover Fake Shore Drive? How are they coming to it? Oh, man. Like, when I started out the site, I didn't, I, I really honestly had no connections. I didn't know anybody. I'm actually, I was actually from Indiana. I'm actually from Indiana originally. Okay. I moved here after college. So I had no connections here, no family in Chicago. I didn't really know anybody. Um, so I just started, like, going to events. I'd be at these events, and I was meeting people. And, you know, I'm, I've always wanted to be somehow involved in hip-hop or the music industry. But I really had no avenue or no way to get in. You know, I'm not a rapper. I'm not a DJ. I'm not a producer. So 
I want to contribute to the culture somehow. And, I, you know, I, I was just reading other blogs and I was seeing what other people were doing. And I was like, you know, this is, this is something that I could do. I could do this stuff. So you know, I kind of just went out and started the site, bought the domain, came up with the logo, figured out what I wanted to do kind of, and then printed up some business cards and just went to every single event that I could. You just, know, when I first started, I just passing out my card. Said, hey, I run this hip-hop blog. And, you know, send me some music, man. Send me a video. I want to post it. And, you know, around this time, people were just looking at me like I was insane. Like, you know, I'd go <laughs> to artists, I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, okay. And, you know, they'd look at me like, who is this? Who is this guy? You know, giving in my face, and he just, you know, shaking their head. Oh yeah, cool. And then they, they would never send anything. And I would you know, just keep going. I would keep following up, and if they would give me their number, I would follow up with them. They gave me their email. I'd email them. I, I'd hit people up through MySpace, and you know, eventually, like, I met you know some of the right people. Like for example, I met you know I, I did a post on now the incarcerated rapper Bump J, who was um, once signed to Atlantic Records, and I posted something on him. And his manager like Googled him and found my site somehow, and you know he opened up a lot of doors for me. He was like, you know, I, I, was, I wanted to interview like No ID and Legendary Tracker and like, people like Ryan Fest, and, and they would pass you know one door seemed to open up another. And I just started getting these really good interviews, and you know would put them up and started getting content and going to bigger like trying to get content that bigger sites would pick up right so then people would find out about me like that was really the key was getting good original content where these other bigger sites would have to link back to me and then that's how people really just discovered it and then it just became word of mouth like you know such and such you know been to fix your drive and I I'm sure you've probably seen the comment section the comment section keeps a lot of people coming back there's a lot of <laughs> heated debates and a lot of hating really a lot colorful of opinions yeah very colorful derogatory opinions sure some good some bad some funny some not funny funny but that's something that definitely keeps people coming back it's just making sure to keep people entertained and you know, it's really been a word of mouth type of thing so it's been great it's been a long journey but man it's really uh, been turning out well lately so and you kind of answered or it sounds like you kind of touched upon the next thing i was going to ask my next question you know running the site i know that you've always got music up you're always putting up new tracks new remixes i know you did a mixtape this year i believe yeah we did one with tim book too which is on WGCI uh, DJ. Are the artists coming to you now or are you still seeking them out? Or do you have like kind of bigger name artists who are emailing you on their personal time, sending you new tracks to premiere? Yeah, man. I mean, it, it, it's definitely a lot different than when I first started out when I was begging people. You know, I, I try not to get too much of a big head or, or think it's, you know, I try to treat, you know, everybody obviously with respect still, but, you know, I get a lot, a lot of music and a lot of people beating down my door and spamming me and doing this and doing that to get on the site now, which is, which is flattering, which is great, you know. I never really expected it to turn out like this, but you know, yeah. Now, now these people that I used to chase down and didn't pay me the time of day are now, you know, people that are, are friends of mine. And you know, they I need something from them, I need a favor from them. They're more than willing to help because I'm more than willing to always help them with whatever they need. On that note, are there artists that appeared on Fake Shore Drive first and kind of went on to bigger things, and all of a sudden you're seeing them in a lot of other outlets or on on TV or hearing them on the radio or on, on other blogs? But you're like. Those are the guys that I put out there before anyone else did. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, like a lot of these people didn't really have a strong blog, blog presence. And I uh, have gone on and made it to the bigger sites, the more national sites, and, you know, have been able to tour and to go do concerts in other cities and do other things. Like, I, I can't honestly take credit for doing that for them because obviously, you know, I just give them an outlet. They have to deliver and have to make the music. Hopefully, it's helping people been paying attention, you know, and say, oh, you know, such and such is good, and they can go. And people have gotten some national attention. I mean, there's there's other really great websites in town, like Ruby Hornet. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with that website. Mm -hmm. um, they do a lot of stuff for local acts, too. 
to and do a lot of shows and, and you know, just trying to make this a movement and, and be heard and stuff like that. So it really is a good feeling to see other people that have started out with the site to go on and do bigger things. And, you know, hopefully that can continue. Hopefully, um, you know, one of these guys will go and get a national deal, um, you know, shortly. So that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's the hope. And then they'll say, I got my start on Fake Shore Drive. That's where it all I, began. I, I wouldn't say that. You know, I, <laughs> I, it, it'd be nice to, you know, get a little bit of credit for, you know, just helping them out in the beginning. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's them that had the talent and, and were good enough to make it. I just helped them, give them a shot. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Talking about giving artists broader exposure, it doesn't get a whole lot broader than this. This Friday, uh, November 27th, you're involved in MTV Jam's Shy Day. What does that right. mean? Well, um, man, it, it is kind of, you know, really cool how this worked out. Um, MTV Jam's um, is a network, which is it's one of the MTV, you know, networks they have. Sure. Uh, MTV one of the U, spinoffs. MTV Jam's, MTV2, MTV Jam's is a network that plays, you know, pretty much nonstop videos. Urban, you know, R&B or hip-hop, mainly hip-hop. Right. The guy that is the VP over there, the programming guy. His name's Tuma Bassa. He's a great guy. He's he's, a, he's a very much so a you know a guy that you know you hear this and that about you know various TV people or radio people that oh man I can't get on MTV or such, such and such radio station unless I have a radio budget and I have to pay somebody ten thousand dollars or you know they're not going to play your video on MTV unless you give them sixty thousand dollars and you know people say these things but you know in my experience I really haven't had it to be true. Tuma reached out to me, very big fan of the site. Said, hey, I see what you're doing. We pre Previously did a Bay Day you know, four or five months ago, mm-hmm. where they just played Bay Area, you know, music for the whole day. Right. Too Short, E40, you know, Spice One, stuff like that. They just played Bay Area music all day, and it was a big hit. Like you know, Hammer was involved, and it was a really cool thing. And then the next city that they wanted to do was Chicago, so he reached out to me and asked me if, if I would like to be down and help. I was like, of course, man. You know, not every day somebody at MTV calls you because he also works for MTV. He runs MTV Jams, but he also you know handles all the other offices, all the other networks work. Everybody kind of pitches in on everything. Right. So, of course, I'm going to be down, and he asked him, you know, my input, you know, want me to look through his list, and started going back and forth, and, you know, I'm like, pitching something, you know, how about getting some new artists on there? So he's like, you know what, that's a great idea. Instead of just giving Chicago, showing Chicago's history, we're actually going to make history, and we're going to get some independent artists, and give some artists that have never been on MTV, and really probably would never other get the chance to be on MTV, we're going to run their videos on Shy Day. And so you're so, going to be involved in the programming of this of this event oh yeah absolutely dude that's I been man i wrote all their bios and which you know the new artists are going to have by the fake shore drive moments with the fake shore drive facts running alongside of their videos i mean they've integrated me and and all and everything i mean it, it's really great and i can't thank too enough and mtv enough for giving chicago the opportunity and giving these independent artists the opportunity to do it it's really pretty crazy though because you don't hear i mean pitchfork sometimes but you don't hear about blogs you know <laughs> curating or programming mainstream media you know right. and that's I exactly what about it like that i guess i am kind of doing that that's kind of crazy yeah i mean this is not something that i have heard of before really anywhere i mean this is kind of an unprecedented event in my opinion, and I think that's pretty massive. I think it speaks to the uh, kind of the reach of your site. You know, I mean, it's it's great. It's unbelievable to me. You know, I, I I haven't heard of any other blogs being able to do this. But then again, not a lot of other blogs are just focused towards one city or one market. You know what I sure. mean? So I think in some aspects where people are like, oh man, being a local, being a just a Chicago only blog is a disadvantage. You know, some people might look at it like that because I'm a niche site in a niche area, niche market of a niche genre of, a, you know, I'm just a very niche, niche, niche. But at the same time, it's also 
while. Yeah. You know, I mean, whereas I'm not, I'm not going to get blockbuster numbers traffic. My traffic is not going to be through the roof. I'm not going to get Perez Hilton traffic or Now Right traffic or any other of these you know major websites traffic. But I have a very loyal following, and my reach is pretty strong. And people who who visit your site and who return to your site, you know, I can attest when they go there, they kind of have an idea of what they are going to get. They might not know exactly what you're going to post that day, but they go in knowing that you know we're probably going to find out about Chicago artists, whether it's somebody new or you know somebody who you've introduced or somebody that people are already familiar with like you know maybe a cool kids or a common but you right. know that that content is there in some fashion right exactly so that's the key so i'm just i'm just happy you know that i'm ecstatic that people enjoy it and people keep coming back and let me i've gotten able to do some cool things because of it you know that i never expected so i'm just i'm as, I'm as thrilled as everybody else is what's coming up next for fake shore drive i mean you're doing this mtv thing are you looking ahead at you know like this is the next thing i want to do if i can do this then you might be able to do anything <laughs> I mean, I hope, you know, I, I hope this keeps going. The momentum keeps climbing. You know, we have the, hopefully we can make Shy Day a tradition, you know, going forward every year. Maybe Black Friday can be a, a, a Shy Day. That's what we were talking about today. But coming up, I have uh, an album coming out uh, with a producer, a Chicago producer by the name of Major Seventh. Um, the album is called The Breakout, and it's all of his production over Fake Shore Drive approved artists. We're doing videos. I'm going to be directing my first video um, alongside of a guy named Brandon Riley. I'm coming up for a single um, of Mickey Halstead and Freddie Gibbs. The song's called All My Own. And Freddie, Freddie's a, um, an artist from Gary, actually, Indiana. We're going to shoot the video in Gary. Um, it's going to be really cool. We have a lot of other pretty big name artists on this album. You know, we just got the double XL mentioned top 100 websites. Yeah, um, I remember seeing that. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be, well, I, there was Vibe Magazine and the double XL was just announced oh, okay. um, last week. And that'll be on newsstands um, December 1st. You know, we got some shows coming up, trying to keep people interested and trying to keep the ball rolling, really. You know, the final question, because I feel like you're as qualified to answer this as really anybody in the city. Like I mentioned before, you know, it's just been a banner decade for Chicago hip hop. Cool Kids, Kanye, Common, everybody that's broken through. Who should we have our eyes on for the next decade? Like, who's who's next to kind of like surprise everybody and break out of the city? Um, Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, no. It's cool. I mean, there's there's so many people that are doing really, you know, really good things. Um, I think a, a guy, I, I just mentioned him a little bit ago, Freddie Gibbs, who's actually from Gary, but, you know, he's part of, kind of part of this scene, you know, the area, the general area. Um, sure. He's a guy that you're going to want to watch out for. He was on Interscope and he just left. Um, he's really get, got his got a lot of momentum um, building right now and I think he can really do some big things I mean of course you have a guy like Knowledge of Kids in the Hall you got Mickey Halstead you've got GLC there's a guy by the name of Udad who is about to do an album with producer Exile that's 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 really cool um, Mike Terror is somebody to watch out for his name is everywhere everywhere hey, you gotta watch out for Mike Terror man I got a lot of I got a lot of faith in him and, and things that he's gonna do mm-hmm. you know there's there's a there's Scooter Chos who's one of uh, Twisted Artists a young guy by the name of YP I mean, there's there's a lot of people that are doing a lot of things around here. So, you know, hopefully, I don't think maybe not everybody's going to be a superstar. Not everybody's going to be a Kanye. Not everybody's going to be a Lupe. But, you know, if if they can go out there and earn a living and make a living doing this and tour and see the world, I mean, to me, that's the win of it all. So hopefully that's what I just like to see. You know, all these guys that have the talent to really get out there and be able to make a living doing it and do something that they love. You know, and I know that I have absolute faith that as all these artists continue and their story kind of expands that you'll be documenting it at fake shore drive and we will be able to find out about it that way oh absolutely andrew this is so awesome to hear about and i'm really happy for shy day for all the artists 
I got to thank you for your support, man. It's amazing that you, you know, you, you've been watching the site and you even took the time to interview me, man. I, I, I thank you more than anything. Oh, I dude. appreciate that. You know, I mean, I think it's great what you're doing for the city and for the oh, artists, you. you know, and from one local music lover to another, I think it can be a thankless job sometimes, but it's a really fun <laughs> job, you know? <laughs> That's an understatement, but hey, man, you know, somebody's got to do it, right? And I enjoy it, so. Absolutely, man. Well, this Friday, MTV Jams, Shy Day is happening. You're heavily involved. And fakeshoredrive.com is where people can kind of keep track of everything that's going on with that. Absolutely. 6 a.m. on Friday, so be sure to tune in. And you know, even if you're not into hip-hop, just, just stop by and check it out. You might find something that you might enjoy. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for letting us know about it. Thank you. My my appreciation to you, too. This has been the Chicago vs. United Audio Podcast, your Chicago scene salvation. Thanks to Andrew Barber from fakeshoredrive.com for calling in tonight. You can listen to all the past episodes of this podcast at chicagoverseunited.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black. Black, Dynasty Descent.